0: And praise God. So according to Isaiah 55, verse 10, the Bible says that no word of God shall ever return back void. Amen. That God will cause his word to accomplish that which it pleases. God will cause his word to perform whatever it is that he says it should perform. In other words, the word of God shall never come back void. Or the way uh, a teaching Pastor Barb uh, did, and it just, you know, really stuck with me. And it says, the word will never come back and say, I couldn't do it. (laughs) It'll never come back and say, you know what, I couldn't do it. The word will always come back fulfilled never come back and say i couldn't do it because it can always do it it will do whatever god uh uh, pleases and this is what the word of god says amen god has ended a cycle he's starting a new cycle a cycle of intervention hallelujah one person got it god is intervening in everything that he set in motion So if God promised you something, he said he's going to do this, I don't care how small it is. I don't care how big it is. His word will always accomplish that which he pleases. His word will always fix it. Even though the devil will come in there and try to cause the word not to work, but he'll work all those wrong things together for your good. Are y'all here today? He works it out. Amen. amen he is undoing afflictions amen causing things to work in your favor and this is what time it is just you know if you're used to things not working well in your life get unused to that amen see God uses a simple thing so simple it don't make sense y'all got to put all this stuff together yeah. It's time t- for you to, you know, put these things together and be knowledgeable and use wisdom so you'll come out victorious. Amen. Hallelujah. And so God is causing these things to work out for your good. He's undoing things to do things. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shout up here in a minute. Hallelujah causing things to work together now this is the thing we need to stop expecting god to come a certain way amen we need and this is what i mean stop getting used to things not working out for you if things have been bad if the devil has caused your life to not be good get used to believing that it's gonna work now be you know if, if nothing but I got saved in time. I'm serving God in time for such a time as this, you know. Because now is a different season for God. Or maybe I, I'm saved, but I've been listening to the wrong thing or believing the wrong thing. But thank God, I'm thinking differently. So you have to make yourself get used to something new, the uncommon, and not the common things. Get get rid of the common. See, if you don't expect the uncommon, expect something new, expect God to come in a new and different way. I'll give you an example. You know, us that's been born again for 30, 40 years, we're used to God coming a certain way, speaking to us in a certain way. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Or that still, small voice, it always comes like this. Or it always comes like that because I'm a victim of that, too, or guilty of that too but god is saying behold i do a new thing he's coming in a different manner gonna speak to us differently sometimes when we try to get a word from god it's not gonna be that easy let me tell you what god told me recently it's because we've been still going after it the same way that makes sense so we gotta try to reach him in a different way now this is what what the word of the lord is saying go deep deeper Go deeper into God to reach him in a a new and more, I don't know, wonderful way. I really don't know what to call it. But if we reach deep, because deep calleth unto deep, go deeper into the spirit realm or or, um, a good thing. This is what the Lord is showing me now. Spend more time with him. Spend more time in the spirit. You'll reach him, you'll find him, amen, but we have to get used to hearing from God in a new way, not brand new, but in a a, a way that we've never reached him before, like fasting and praying, and you know just really, really setting our minds to the plow where we Make some sacrifices, maybe, you know, sacrifice some meals, sacrifice some time, sacrifice some TV, y'all here? Yeah. Amen. So we can go deeper into the spirit realm so we can hear what the Lord is saying, so we can reach him. Amen. He's, you know, the, because sometimes this, well, I'm just not going to say sometimes. I'm going to tell it like it is. It's way it's just, you know, not working. We need to give more to God invest more in him it depends on how bad you want what's on the line and your very life is on the line see this goes beyond something you prayed for this this is your very life your very well being your future amen so what you're doing is you're seeking god for a future a future and a hope amen first you just got to know that god loves us every day And he's not forgotten about you. Everything that you think, every hope that you have, God already knows. He put it there. He put the desires of men in their hearts. I'm talking about these clean desires. And we know that that's all you have. But I'm telling you, God, you just have to know something about God. You have to know that he loves you. You have to know that he is not withholding anything from you and that he wants the best for you he wants you to have everything that he's told you he's going to give you amen hallelujah but he's undoing afflictions right now even as we speak so you can't look at how the situation looks from the outside and determine what god is doing you just can't if you keep doing that you won't you won't get into this next move of god but I'm telling you, God is putting favor upon every person that's born again. He's releasing his wisdom and his grace. He's doing it all. You just got to jump in there and receive it by faith. Amen. He, you have to know that God thinks about you all the time. He loves you. And it's his purpose is to heal you and bless you. And to give you the desires of your heart, especially those things he's already spoken. Amen. So we need to stop expecting God to come the way we think he's supposed to come. Stop trying to make sense of these things. How many of you ever try to make sense of what God is doing? Amen. And so we need to stop trying to make sense of what God is doing or why he does. Why, God, why? How many of us have asked him that? Why, God, why? You know, why don't you just do it this way? I'm sure the people in the wilderness asked him, well, why do we have to go this route? Amen. But he did the uncommon thing. So we're living in the times of the uncommon release. I'm just telling you, I've been through a lot of things with God, and I'm telling you, I don't care how he does it. Long as he does it. (laughs) I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning his motives. I'm not questioning his, his, the avenue in which he does it. I don't care. I want him to perform on his word. Amen. Hallelujah. So God will always defy logic. So for those logic people, he's going to defy your logic. Well, Is this why it's taking long? Uh Uh-huh. Because he's going to come the other way. He can't let your way be the way. Amen. Then that would not make him God. But all we have to do is do like Jesus' mother said on the wedding feast. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Amen. And I'm telling you, if you obey God, he will do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. And so God's word is a creative force that will accomplish its purpose on the earth. It has to why don't we turn to isaiah fifty five isaiah fifty five verse ten see the word the word of God has to come back fulfilled. It cannot return void. Can the rain go back up from the ground? See that's why this this snow is receding (laughs) because it's melting and it has to go somewhere i just don't want it coming in here no more but it has to go somewhere y'all understand you know so just like that the word has to come back with whatever god spoke it it will never come back saying it couldn't do it couldn't do what it said it god sent it out to do the word of god will never come back and say i couldn't do it it will always come back fulfilled amen so in isaiah 55 verse 10 it says for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there but water the earth and sometimes the floor y'all hearing me but but we gonna take we take authority over that that's gonna stop amen but you see, it can't go back up. That's what the Bible's saying here. I wish it could, but it can't. And it says, As, And make it bring forth the bud, and then it may give seed to the sower, bread to the eater. Verse 11 says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it. Because the word will never come back and say I couldn't do it. It will accomplish that which I sent it. Amen. So the next time the devil is putting doubt in your mind about if God can do something, think about that over there. Amen. It didn't go back up to the sky as snow. It melted and it watered the earth. Amen. And so shall that word that goes out of the mouth of God, it will water your life and bring forth that fruit in its season. Because that's what it's supposed to do. And that's all you got to worry about. You don't have to worry about nothing else. All you got to worry about is, is trusting and believing God to bring forth his word in its season. Now, didn't it say that it has to do this in its season? So it has to be its season. But when its season comes, when that season for your harvest comes for you, it'll bring, it'll bring forth bud and then the fruit. Are y'all here today? Hallelujah. Let's go to Jeremiah 1. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 1. It will accomplish that which is set out. With or without your help, all you got to do is believe. When you know, I don't know why, I don't want God just bringing me anything. If he made you, he know how to make somebody that's going to cooperate with you. (laughs) Amen. Verse 10. It says, See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. Amen. And it says, To root out and pull down, to destroy and to throw down, and then to build and to plant. Prophetic. Hallelujah. And so now is the time. What time? To build and to plant. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, this is what the the word is saying. He's rooted out. You prayed. you've, You've gone to God with your petition. Or he spoke into your life. Amen. Most of you born again. Some of you by prophecy. He spoke into your life. You've prayed. He spoke to you what he wants for your life. He spoke something into your life. And you prayed about it. And you've taken care of that seed. And now you, you've, you've fought a good warfare and tore down the strongholds that kept you from just pretty much surviving life. Now it's time to build and to plant. Amen. Because the enemy of your soul still rages, but, the, but God with his army of angels has fought against them. Amen. Amen. And as long as you keep speaking the word, the, ar- the army of the Lord will raise up a standard. Amen? Amen? And so God says now it's time to build and to plant. Yes. He's putting things into you, new things, new desires. It's a new season. But this is a season that's more of a cycle. Amen? A shift that he's doing in the earth. you got to move with it. If you're newly born again and you don't know much about understanding what's going on, just move with the wind. Amen. Amen. If somebody tells you, I got a bank account with your name on it, and it's got 50000 would you question it? No. Amen. You just ride with it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Go to that bank and draw some out. Do some things you want to do. Amen. So now's not the time to question. Now's the time to believe and move with the wind. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And so God wants to do the miraculous. It's his time to show you that and not just us, but to show those people in our families, the people whose lives that we touch, that you know a God that's true, that's living, that's strong. Amen a God that's capable of taking care of his people, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that God is showing up and showing himself strong. Amen. But this is all done by faith. Amen. Now faith comes in different ways. You can believe you receive when, you know, you can believe it when you hear it. You can allow the word to be implanted on the inside of your heart and just receive it by faith, childlike faith. That's all it takes to step into this blessing It's childlike faith. Amen? Hallelujah. And so this is all God is looking for from his people is that we trust him and believe. Let's go into um, verse 11. I wasn't going to, but we need to. For all you doubting Thomases. It says, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? Amen. What do you see? It's important. This question was important, not to just Jeremiah, but this question is the same question is being asked to us. What do you see? Amen. What do you see God doing in your life? What do you see God preparing for you? What do you see God doing for you? When when you think about the promises of God, the Bible says they are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So what do you see? Because what you see is pretty much what you receive. Amen. So in other words, you have to see the promise before you receive it. Are y'all here today? You have to see it. Let's read more about Jeremiah. Maybe you'll you'll see what I'm saying. He says, and I, and I said, now this is Jeremiah talking. He said, and I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. When well, you saying, I know you're saying, so what? <laughs> Amen. You know, everything that the Bible says is very relevant to your life. Amen. Amen. So he says, I see the branch of an almond tree. And then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. Are y'all here today? Amen. Such a timely message. Thank you. (laughs) Such a timely message. And then the Lord said to me, you have seen well. For I am ready to perform on my word. Now what's, what's this thing about an almond tree? And this is what I do know that an almond tree, the name for an almond tree is called a waker. W-A-K-E-R. Waker. And this waker, this plant or this tree, is, is it's called waker because it comes early in the season. It wakes and it speaks to all the other bushes, branches, trees, whatever, and say, hey, I'm here like a premature baby. Didn't come on time, came too early, but they survived. Amen. That's this almond tree, waker. And it blooms. Now listen to this. It blooms. The first bud is seen in January, and it blooms in March, two months. Now we know that the cycle for a farm, a farmer, is four months, planting in the early season, and then it blooms during harvest time in August, September, that kind of thing. but not the waker. See, the waker is fully bloomed early. It blooms before time. In other words, God accelerates this almond tree whatever reason are y'all here today and so this almond tree this waker it's it's blooming or it produces early because of the hastening of the lord y'all y'all getting this amen i know you get it you're just pretending like you don't because i'm gonna preach good anyway amen amen and so this waker is a hastening or an anticipation to come forth do you know that's what god wants to do for you because in isaiah 55 we just read he hastens to perform his word amen See, you got to be in the right season amen thank god we survived and we're in the right season to receive amen like the almond bush thank you jesus amen you can jump in at any time amen and this is why god asked jeremiah what do you see he could have said i see an almond bush that ain't even (laughs) you know it's cold outside it ain't blooming it's not performing but there's a a old almond tree that's gonna bloom when it gets warm at some point but he didn't say that amen amen So the almond tree is considered, in the Hebrew, a tree that blooms early. It's quick, early, and it hastens to bring forth its flowering. It hastens to bring forth its leaves and fruit. Amen. Flowers in January, and it ripens in March. So that's less than two months. Amen. And so if God is able to hasten, an almond tree. What, what do you think he can do with your life? Amen. What do you think he can do? Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, hallelujah. What do you think he can do? So in a like manner, the Lord says he'll hasten to perform on what he said. So whatever he told you he was going to do for you, he'll do it if you let him. He'll do it if you trust him. Amen. He'll do it. But if you sit up and let your pride rule your life, hmm, well, I'll believe i get with this when I go home. It ain't going to work for you because it don't work with pride. Are y'all here today? It works with the refreshing. And, the, you know, the Bible says, let it not fall on stony ground, but let let you receive it with gladness. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of us just need to lose ourselves. I'm just telling you. y'all know what i'm talking about too amen so the waker i want the spirit of that waker tree amen because it comes early amen so let me uh let's see did we go to 12 yeah so we went to 12 and so he saw what he was supposed to see if you see anything else If you see the the devil, well, you know the devil's been hindering me. That ain't the right scene. Amen. Amen. You have to see like Jeremiah. Be alert and be active in your scene. Watching over uh, like God does when he watches over the word to perform it. And this is what he does. Now that word hastens, let's look at that. It means to be quick to do something or to hurry to do something. Hasten also means to move or travel hurriedly, to rush. Don't you want God to rush your victory? Amen. Cause something to happen sooner than it was otherwise would, than it would naturally. In other words, God is going to help his word perform for you if you believe it. It also means to accelerate. Accelerate. In case you've been sleeping, this is the spirit, (laughs) this is the season we're in. We're in the season of acceleration, the season of speeding up to quicken, amen, to propel. God is propelling things to drive. Now, I know some of you won't believe it until you see it because it's been so long. Well, let go of that. Amen. See, I know what hinders people. Yeah, it's been so long, but I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm letting go of that. Amen. Amen. See, some people, God's going to find them in the same mindset. Set. I'm trying to move you into a new mindset. Thank you, Mima. I'm trying to move you into a new mindset. Where you let go of how long it's been and look how God's going to propel you or accelerate you into this next move of God. Amen. Because you can't go thinking like you've been thinking. You can't go being beat down by time. You got to let that go. Yeah, time has, you know, see, we didn't know how I believe. I'm just going to speak for me. I didn't know how to properly place time in my life. I didn't know what to do with time. You all understand? And so I didn't allow time to work with me. I tried to work time, and I ran tired. But thank God, God came with his wisdom and his knowledge. He came with his olive branch. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. And extended it to me where I jumped on board, and I started to get wisdom and understand this thing that he's doing. Amen. So it says quicken. The hasten means to quicken, to bundle, to drive, to race, to induce, or to expedite, to stimulate. Hopefully he'll stimulate some of us. (laughs) To cause some scheduled event to happen earlier. That's the one you want. Hallelujah. To cause some scheduled event to happen earlier. To accomplish something speedily. So the promises of God are now. Amen. And see, the devil wants to put doubt in your mind so you can miss this. Yeah, it's going to be people who miss it. But make sure it's not you. Amen. If other people want to miss it, or if other people want to not act like they believe the word, then don't let that rub off on you. Amen. You go for you and your family and the clothes on your back. Amen. Let people do what they're going to do. But you make sure you're one of the ones that receive it. Amen. You know, uh, the Lord said in Luke 4, uh, I think we read that a couple weeks ago, where it says this um, this word, what, what was that? It's for now, when after he read the the amen thanks nola he said this word is now fulfilled in your ears after he read the book and gave it back to the man that was conducting church and he said this day is this scripture see the day that you hear this is for you are y'all listening the day that you hear this if you want it for you it'll be for you this day is this these words fulfilled in your ears. So Jesus was saying, look, these promises are for now. You don't have to, you don't have to wait on them. They, and they've always been for now. And the reason we didn't have it now is because we didn't believe it then. Don't blame God. <laughs> but you know what God is doing? He's shifting. He's shifting the spirit. This is what's going on. He's shifting and changing What we're, the time that we're in. Are y'all here today? y'all see the difference? He's shifting. So no more do you have to wait in the same mindset that you've been waiting. You don't have to do that no more. Are y'all here? So you can just go with the new thing. Behold, I do a new thing, and you go with the new thing that God is doing now. That old stuff where we didn't meet up and we didn't—we were in faith, out of faith. We was believing, half believing, not believing, believing again, believing now, real strong. And in the end of the week, we were not there at all. Well, see, it's not that season. This season is where God is propelling things, hastening, like the almond tree. You know, it can be January, but you'll—you'll you'll see the bud of an almond tree, but well, that's the season wherein he's hastening to perform in this season. You got to get things while God, you know, like it's like this, if some church is giving away free food, free furniture, you go wild before it's while they have it. You don't wait until they run out and say, I'm here for the furniture. I, I You know, I had to do something, I, this the best time I could come. It ain't that season. The season is for you to move out when God has it for you. Are y'all here? Better listen. Amen. The season is now to receive what God has for you, what you've been wanting. Because let me tell you what I think and believe is we couldn't do it with our faith. But our faith kept us up. Thank you, ma'am. Talk to these people we couldn't do it we couldn't but we can do it now because of the move of god because of the move and the season that we're in it can be done now because god is helping us so much you got to jump on the wagon when it's being drawn kind of like a float going down the street jump on and push the weak one off and you jump on if you're strong jump on that's what season we're in i'm telling you amen just make sure you want that do let's go to jeremiah 29 i know we're going to go over some more things but you need to hear it jeremiah 29 verse 10 It says, for thus saith the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word. Amen? Amen. He says, I'll perform my good word toward you and cause you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts. Now, see, he's talking to Israel after, the 40, after 70 years of oppression from Babylon. And, you know, he took them, 40 of those 70, he took them through the wilderness. He's saying, look to these people. He says, I'm going to perform on my word. Now, why after 70 years? I I know. You know why? Because they were disobedient. He couldn't do it. They didn't believe. They were unbelief, like us. And they were disobedient, like us. And when he said go east, they went west, like us. Amen. So don't ever think God didn't do his part. He did. But he said to these people, and he's saying it to us, after 70 years, amen, verse 10, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word. He called his word good. Toward you and cause you to return to this place for i know the thoughts that i think towards you saith the lord thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end a future and a hope then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and i will listen and i will hear you amen hallelujah now the Israelites called this a tick by. Amen. Tick by. Where God heard their prayer and didn't pass them up anymore. They they came out of a cycle. Are y'all here? They came out of a cycle. And they came into a new cycle where where God says there's the land over there, land of of uh you know, plenty and All of this good stuff, pomegranates and and all of these fruits that grow freely. And he says, and I freely give you this land. And he pointed to it. Amen. But see, you have to make up your mind that you're going to obey God and trust this move because it ain't your move. It's his move. Amen. All we got to do is follow him. Amen. And appreciate this cycle. Because even if you, you know, were, were goofed up like most of us and missed it or disobeyed, he, these are the same people that disobeyed. He says, I'm going to move you into a new land. Uh, amen. After 70 years. Which goes to show you God is still performing on his word. You would think after 70 years he forgot what he promised them, but he didn't. He didn't forget because it was still in his heart. Because he still loved these people. Amen. And he even said, you can come to call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. Amen. Amen. Verse 13, and you will seek me and find me. And when you search for me with all of your heart, can't be this fake stuff. See, people can't get you what you need. Only God can people can't get you to a, the status that you desire. God but God can. Amen? Amen. So you have to seek him. It's him that you seek with your whole heart. And you have to follow after him. So in verse 13, and you will seek me and find me and you will search for me with all your heart and I will be found by you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you back from your captivity. Amen. And that's your former state of prosperity I will I will bring you back. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, saith the Lord, and I will bring you to the place for which, from which I caused you to be carried captive. In other words, he's opening up the door, taking off the shackles. He's returning us to our normal state which was the way he intended it to be. See, God didn't intend for it to be any sin on the earth. He put us in a glorious place with everything that we needed in the garden until the devil came up and told Eve, you know, and, and brought pride on it. That's what was caused to fall. God didn't cause it. And, it, and she, you know, want, see, he's withholding something from you he don't see you can have all the knowledge god has all the wisdom See, he just don't want you to have it but if you eat of that fruit that'll give you wisdom because he just don't want you to have it because he wants to stay superior to you so when you listen to that kind of talk you won't rise you'll fall it always works still works today on people amen it's just the way it is And so he told her that, and then the fall of man came. But see, God is still bringing us out into that former, putting us back into that former state of prosperity that it was always intended for us since the garden. Are y'all here today? And he's bringing us back to that place. Let's flip over to Isaiah 30, verse 3. It says, for behold, the days are coming, saith the Lord, that I will bring back from captivity my people, Israel and Judah. Hallelujah. That's you and me. Amen. And I've already told you how that happens. We were grafted in through Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. So we are grafted in with Israel. We're not spiritual Israel like, remember that? thing in the 90s we're spiritual israel well i thank god we ain't amen. amen but we're judah amen jesus's people we're the jesus people and so god is bringing us back to our original state like it was in the garden amen so verse the latter part of three it says and judah and saith the lord and i will cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and they shall possess it. So in other words, God is saying, look, y'all, this time you're going to possess this land. Now what changed? The cycle, the season. Are y'all here today? Amen. The season and the cycle. You guys better pay attention because you're going to need this before Tuesday gets here. Trust me. Amen. Amen. So verse 4 says, now these are the words that the Lord spoke concerning Israel and Judah. That's you and me. Amen. It says, thus saith the Lord, we have heard a voice of trembling. Oh, wait a minute. Am I going that far? Uh, Let's see. Well, anyway, verse 6 says, ask now and see whether a man is ever in labor with a child. No. No. Like a woman in labor and all faces turn pale, alas, for the day is great so that none is like it. And it is the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. So listen, this, I didn't mean to go this far. You can read it yourself and get, get whatever you want to get out of it. But listen, I'm telling you, the season is different. Well, I tried already, Try it again this time, but trust God. Amen. Do it in faith. Do it knowing that God is with you. Why is he with me now? Because he changed the season. Amen. It's the cycle has changed and a new cycle has begun. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's turn, flip over to Isaiah 31. 31 verse 16 have her (laughs) sit amen i'm trying to teach here isaiah 31 verse 16 and it says here in 16 it says refrain your voice from weeping in other words come up out of that bad attitude and that wrong thinking that you have amen if you want to do it do it in the comforts of your privacy but don't affect other people. Are y'all here? Because if people want to receive what God has, let them receive it. Don't you be the one that holds people back. Amen. Refrain your voices from weeping and your eyes from tears. In other words, God saying, look, you don't have to cry anymore. I heard you cry. Amen. I've heard your cry. I've seen your tears. For your work shall be rewarded, saith the Lord. Now, did y'all hear that? y'all listening to the babies? I'm going to say it again because the devil's trying to distract you so you won't get this. And if God don't tell me to preach it again, you're going to have to spend some money and buy the tape, which y'all need to do it anyway. Let me go there. Y'all don't never get the tapes. Don't never buy the tapes, and you need to because you can't hear something just once and get it. Amen. You need to get the tape. You need to study it. I'm telling you. So you get it in here. Amen. Some of y'all do and some of y'all don't. Amen. Let me go back where I think I was. Refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded. See, God don't forget nothing you do for him. And they shall come back from the land of the enemy, and there is hope in your future some bible say and there is hope in thine end amen saith the lord so there is hope in your future there is hope in your expectation that your children shall come back to their own border in other words god is going to place these people back where they ought to be and to us he's going to give us what the devil has stolen He's, he'll give you what you're supposed to have. Are y'all here today? Whatever is yours, whatever you're praying for, God say, I'll give it to you. I'll give you hope. I'll give you healing, health, wealth. Bless your children. Whatever it is that you need, he'll, he's going to give that to you. He's promising you this. Amen. So now's the time to listen to the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So now let's go to Amos 19. Amen. Dry your tears and dry your eyes. Quit saying it didn't work. God forgot about me. This is what he's saying. He's saying forget about that. You know when a new train come in, you don't think about the old train that left you. You hop on the new train if you got a brain. Amen. You don't worry about what left you behind. Your works will be rewarded. And you will... He will perform on his word. Whatever he promised you, he says he's going to give you that. So we need to relax and let God do it. Amen. Let God do it. Everything that God promised you will come to pass. Everything that he spoke over your life will come to pass. Amen. God has given you, amen, God has given you a future and a hope. Amen. He's given you a reason to hold on and trust him so that he can bring it to pass. Amen. A new cycle, a new season. Amen. The Amos 9, 9, 13 blessing. It's called favor. It's the season of favor. Are y'all here? Very little has to come for us. In other words, we're coming into the fullness of God. What's the fullness of God? It's when a whole cycle is end and a new cycle begins. Y'all been listening? You young people, you're not too young to believe the word. Amen. Amen. If you want the word, you'll you'll get it if you want it. And if you don't want it, somebody else is going to come by and, and receive what you don't want. Amen. And so we have to make sure that we're ones that have faith and trust in God that he's going to give us our expected end. Whatever it is that he's, he's promised you, he's going to give. <clears throat> okay, so let's go to Amos 9. 13. And we all know what that is, but we'll read it again. Behold, the days are coming, saith the Lord, that the plowsman shall overtake the reaper and a treader of grapes, those who sow seed. Now, isn't this conducive to the almond tree? Yeah. Amen. Where God is speeding up. I had somebody talk to me and ask me, what's this about this Amos 9, 13? And I was telling them about it, and they said, was that possible? And you know what I want to say? Maybe not for you, but it's very possible for me. Amen. Amen. And so I was telling this person about the plowsman overtaking the reaper. And I wish I had given this person the uh, example of the almond branch, but it didn't come to my mind. And she says, wow. She says, that's going to be really something where the the person that's raking in the the vegetables receive before the seed. I said, before the seed is even planted. She said, wow. Oh, okay. I said, they're going to run into the people. That's planting, and people not going to have chance to plant because harvest is going to happen. Amen. And she was saying, Wow, you know, I, I see that. Well, that's the almond tree. Amen. Budding, two months budding. You can't even grow anything in your garden in two months. Amen. But this waker is going to wake y'all up. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> amen and maybe when you see it happening to other people you're gonna say oh wow i'm gonna believe that (laughs) in other words this is why is god doing this because of hope hope for your final outcome this is amen and this is why he's doing this amen and and he's already said your all of your your prayers and all of your your uh sewing whether it was money Or time or helping a a fellow christian brother he says i've seen all that and i'm going to reward you for it amen and even those that didn't know god that just stepped into it that's you you good blessed because you can step into our harvesting our work you can you can draw off of it amen and let me let me say this Talking about people drawing off of it, that's what this is for, family members. See, when you, all of this plowing and planting, and and you say, well, what they, you know, not family, but just anybody. You say, how they get into this? By being connected to you in some way. By being connected to you either by, by family or by friendship or the person at work, no, my friend, that's a, that's a christian but some kind of way you run into them or connected them in some way this this is going to cover them i don't know how to say it properly but it's going to cover them amen everybody by connection is going to reap off of this amen it's just so good you can't believe it is so good amen but just try to receive it, because that's what I do. I, I take it with me, and I try to receive it in my in my spirit. You understand what I'm saying? And just to visualize it, there's a picture out there where the mountain. See that stuff coming, milk and honey coming off that mountain. Paris Addie uh, drew that for me years ago when I preached about the the plowman, Amos 9:13. And God, you know what, I was thinking about that, and I said, yeah, that's the picture, of Paris, you know, da-da-da-da. And God said, yeah, but but instead of milk and honey, he says, wine, sweet wine. Is ro- that's really what the thing said. Sweet wine is rolling off that. M-. He says, the wine that you, let now see this. Yeah, I drunk it on, uh, uh, by mistake. I didn't mean to drink it. Or I didn't inhale. But he says red wine, sweet wine that didn't have to be tend to, didn't have to be crushed, didn't have to be harvested, will run off of that. That's that's what he told me. He said instead of milk and honey, he said that wine, and that's what it says in Amos 9, sweet wine. Amen. Now don't go out and buy any wine. It ain't the same kind of wine, amen? <laughs> yeah, <You're> right. <laughs> yeah, I can turn around and pick at my buddy. Yeah, right. He always jumps in there and let me know when I said something naughty. Yeah, right. Hallelujah. It says, it says, sweet wine pouring off of the mountain, and God will repair the house of David that has fallen to pieces. If anything has fallen apart in your life, God is ready to repair. He's getting ready to repair it. And this ain't about get ready, get ready. Amen. This is about wipe the dust off your eyes. Amen. Start, it's like, Jeremiah, what do you see? Amen. Hallelujah. What do you see? Do you see yourself healed? Do you see yourself blessed? Do you see yourself You know, in the right company of the right people. Do you see yourself prosperous? Do you see your house prospering? Do you see yourself with children, grandchildren? You know, prosperity, health, wealth, and healing. Do you see yourself? What do you see? Depends on what you see as to what you receive. Because see, if you don't see it in here, then you'll never see it in the natural. You gotta see it in here, cause see faith sees, amen. Do you see yourself graduating down the aisle from the university? Did you see yourself on the Miss Nikki? I'ma use you an example. Do you see yourself in that uniform assisting surgery? See, see that's that's when it comes. See if it's in here, then it'll surely come to pass. Man, you gotta see yourself in that position. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. You got to see yourself in that position. Where is April? She ducking from me. <laughs> Do you see yourself in the position? See so you got to see yourself in the position you want. Got it? That's faith. That's how you work your faith. Amen. Whatever you see yourself doing. I don't see, you know, I never did. I'm just going to tell you. I didn't get my uh, total education, took some classes here and there at at Tri-C, but I didn't get a piece of paper. But I saw myself in every position because I was just that crazy. And I saw, and I'm telling you, every position I got, I got what I wanted, was never uh, educated for it, but got in there and did it until I got done. And when I left, when God told me to leave, I left. And I, I saw myself doing it. And this one guy, he was trying to make a decision whether he should hire me. He had just given me an interview, and I was sitting out in the outer office with some of his employees, and and he was on the phone, and something told me to go in there. And, okay, I'm going to tell you what he said. She's black, but she's pretty. <laughs> And so some said, Get up and go in there and I'm telling you, I I was I wasn't even scared. And I went in there. And he was on the phone and he looked at me. I said, Would it be a problem if I worked here in your company because of the color of my skin? Oh no, 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 no. Oh no, you're hired. I said, Thank you. (laughs) You're hired. But see if God hadn't given me the boldness to go in there, and I'm gonna tell you, let me tell you what it did, two things. It took the nervousness off of him and it put the boldness in me. Yeah. Amen. But that's what he said. And I said, You ain't seen nothing yet, brother. <laughs> but I asked him, Would it be a problem? And he says, Oh no. No. Because he he really he really liked me and always was there to help me gave me good advice i mean he was a good boss but he was checking with the higher ups because he didn't want to get in trouble so i just put him you know hey you can do this (laughs) and he did amen he gave me a chance amen so you gotta you gotta it's all in what you think how you what you think of you amen i'm a child of god i'm an heir to the throne My father is royalty, and so am I. Amen. I'm a chosen creation, a royal priesthood, and I deserve the best because of who I am. Amen. Not because of what I've done, but because of who I am and who I belong to, whose I am. Amen. And I've always believed that. And so I've always felt like I could have the best. You are what you think. Amen. I'm almost done. So God is saying it won't be long now. Things are going to happen so fast your head will spin. (laughs) Well, actually, in in the Greek Bible, it says your head will swim. Amen. It says swim. It says one thing fast on the heels of the other. It said won't you won't be able to keep up. In other words, he says one thing and I didn't get this out of my head, I got it out of a translation Bible. It says one thing on the heels of another. And so it's like time you get blessed with one thing, here comes some other blessing. Amen. <laughs> and the way he's gonna do things is is he's gonna do it so so uh spiritually induced you can't take credit for it amen Amen. Amen. believe it it's coming god is coming (laughs) amen hallelujah one thing on the heels of another it'll be happening all at once and everywhere you look blessings 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 like wine pouring off the mountains and hills the picture that's what the picture he gave me amen we'll make he will make everything right for he says i just won't paraphrase i'll make everything right for my people israel and judah don't forget because we're included in the promise and never again will you be uprooted from your land amen why because god said so it says why because i said so amen the aim is a nine thirteen season. A season of recovery. And this I looked it up. It said it's a season of recovery. Devil stole anything from you? Well, you better be trying to get it back. Oh, yeah. Amen. It says it's a season of recovery, a season of restoration, and a season of the fullness of God. Amen. Now, the fullness of God is when we have the mind of Christ. Amen? It's when we need to come up to God's standard, come up to his ways, come up to his thinking. Are y'all here today? And so the fullness of God always uh, includes his, it's always the fullness of God, his thinking, how he thinks. What, so if you can start to think like God, how do you do that? By having the mind of Christ, because he already gave you the mind of Christ. The Bible says it's your inheritance to have the mind of Christ. Amen. I'm going to tell you how to get it. Let's go to, let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians 2. Let's take it in steps so you don't miss a thing. How are we doing on time, boys over there? One minute well we ain't doing so good are we? <laughs> I hear you, brother. First Corinthians oh, I'm sorry, and I'm wasting most of it flipping pages. First Corinthians two verse nine. And it says, But it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor the entered into the heart of man um The things that God has prepared for those who love him. So the first way to get what I'm talking about today is start loving God. Because he loves you. Amen. You love him because he first loved you. Amen. That's the way it is with all of us. Amen. We don't hope for old things. We hope for new things. Amen. We're raised up in hope. This is what God has a new hope for his people. And so he says, I have not heard, ear uh, ear have not heard, I have not seen. Verse 10 says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. So is your spirit ready to receive? How do you get your spirit received by stop listening to the devil? Stop listening to carnal gossip. Stop listening to the devil that comes in and tell you lies. You got to quit talking to these people. You to stop listening to this, because I'm telling you the devil is there to stop you even at this point. You can see something with your eyes, something happened, and then the devil will say that that, that that didn't mean for that. That's something. He'll tell you a whole nother lie about what you just saw. You got to let your spirit tell you what your eyes have seen. Are y'all here today? See so this is where it gets a little challenging for people who are carnal Christians. If you don't live by the Spirit, or at least let your Spirit talk to you sometime, this is going to be hard for you. But it's very easy. Amen? Hallelujah. God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. So how do you get the right understanding and the right thinking? By the deep things. Going deeper. I said that when I first started preaching. The deep things of God. Get deeper with him. Give him more time. Don't just read your Bible and say, I read it. I didn't get nothing because you can't understand nothing with your brain. Your spirit man has to come into this at some point. Verse 11 is important. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man. In other words, by our spirit, we perceive things. We don't know things with our carnal thinking. We know things by the Spirit, Amen. Hallelujah. It says, "Even so." Uh, did I? Yeah. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. So you got to know God by the Spirit, and in, uh, in, in order to understand what's going on. But by all means, don't try to understand with your brain, because let me tell you why. Your mind will talk you out of this blessing. Your mind will talk you out of this new move of God. Your carnal thinking or the way things used to be, the way things always have been, that thing is going to come up and tell you this ain't real, and it'll never happen. And that's because you listen to the wrong voice. It'll happen for you if you listen to the Spirit of God. Deep things, deep calling to deep. Trust in God. This, there's an element of trust in God that has to take place. Amen. And so you cannot achieve these things with a carnal mind. It it says, except the Spirit of God knows. you got to know God by the Spirit. you got to know things by the Spirit. Let's go to verse 12. It says, am I doing 12 years? It says, now we have received, and listen to this, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So in other words, the scripture is telling us, look, I've given you the spirit of God, not the spirit of the world. So you have no no business thinking and operating out of the spirit of the world when I've given you my spirit, saith the Lord. Are y'all here today? Amen. In other words, you can do this. Verse 13, these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. You don't compare spiritual things with natural things. Are y'all understanding this? In other words, you can't say, well, God can't do it because look at my life and how that's comparing spirit with natural. You have to you know, you have to compare spirit with spirit, judge the spirit by the spirit. In other words, some things have to be understood and no, everything that God does have to be understood and known by the spirit of God. Are y'all here? Carnal man don't understand. Remember that carnal man don't understand because he doesn't. See, it's getting real quiet in this Presbyterian church, but that's OK. Verse 14. It says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. That's what I just told him, God. For they are foolishness to him. So listen to me. If this whole thing has been foolishness, this whole sermon, if it's foolishness to you, it's because you're trying to understand it with your brain. And your brain and God's brain ain't on the same wavelength. Y'all got it? So you got to come up. We read a scripture where it says you got to come up. You got to come up to God's thinking. Now how do I do that? By changing how you think. You can no longer think with a carnal understanding. You have to think with a spiritual mind. In other words, yeah, you got to get in the word according to Romans 12:2 and you have to allow God's word to change how you think. See some things you can keep running into it. I don't care what season it is. I don't care <laughs> what I don't care about how many almond trees are budding. You're going to still come back to that place or, you know, that you stumble over. You wish you could get over. And that is got to try to believe God. you got to get in the word and get your mind changed. Your mind can't, a carnal mind can't receive the things of God. That's what it just said. Let me read it again. Do you not know that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost? Oh, oh, no, that's the wrong thing. You are a temple of the Holy Ghost, but that's the wrong scripture. In verse 14 of 1 Corinthians 2, it says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. The natural man. So your natural man is saying to your brain, that ain't going to happen for you. It's impossible because God ain't never done nothing for you before, and he's not going to do anything for you now. That's the natural man. That's the carnal man that, that only understands what it sees. Only understand carnal things. Only feel comfortable with carnal things. And you cannot understand the almond tree, the, the, the waker. You won't understand it. You can kind of try to, but that thing is always going to come back to you that challenges your belief in God. It's going to challenge your faith. Every time, your faith is going to be challenged by that mindset that you refuse to get rid of because you're too scared. Or it feels good. You got to get out of the boat. Peter, come. It was Peter's idea. Peter, come. And he came out. And as long as he was like this with Jesus, he walked. But the minute he saw how boisterous the storm was, when Jesus, and then after that, Jesus just rebuked the storm. He denied it its right because it was trespassing. Amen. And the demonic forces caused it to rise up just to shake Peter. And it worked. And that's how the devil does us hallelujah he wanted peter to go down in history the way he went down think on that one okay let's get finished verse 15 it says but he who is spiritual judges all things yet he himself is rightly judged by no one are y'all here today see don't nobody like getting their mail read but they like to read other people's mail (laughs) especially people who are carnal. Those are the ones that's always reading somebody's mail. But they don't like you if you can see through stuff for real and and nail, nail it on the head. And see it for what it is they don't like you. But that's too bad. Amen. Amen. People won't like you. Get used to it. Whenever you are whenever you're strong for God, they won't like you. Verse 16. It says, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? Are y'all here? And then it turned around and says, but we have the mind of Christ. Are y'all here? Y'all got that? So in other words, all of this doubt and unbelief that I've been feeling being thrown back at me today. <laughs> I'm standing on this. We have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. So it's possible. You can have this stuff because we have the mind of Christ. All we need to do is tighten it up. As my husband used to tell them boys, tighten it up. All you need to do is tighten it up. Amen. Give him time. Deep calleth unto deep. Get into the deep things of God. Amen. Amen. And that's just giving God a little bit more of your time. He don't care when it is. It's better if it's in the morning. But, hey, if if you, you know, like me, I'm up all around the hours of the clock. You can never, you know, text or call me and I'm not somewhere. Amen. And so you need to tighten it up. And stop listening to wrong stuff. And, and if people are not talking what you're talking and what you believe, then quit talking to them. Amen. Because <laughs> you know what? They're gonna only hamper what you're trying to do with God. But I'm telling you, God is coming. He's coming for His word. And the, oh, I gotta read this to you, Ephesians 3. This is this will tighten the knot. <laughs> This is tighten the noose, but I can't let you go without Ephesians three verse sixteen. Put to put all of this. Now we have the mind of Christ. That's in First uh, Corinthians two sixteen, Ephesians three sixteen says this. It says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened by might through his spirit in the inner man. When you're strengthened by might, by God in the inner man, then deep calleth unto deep. You'll understand these things. Amen. Then he hastens his word to perform it. Amen. Because the word will never come back and say it couldn't do it. Amen. So if God has to get you in the right mindset, and that's what I'm saying, he's trying to get us in the right mindset to receive the fullness of God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good news. He'll grant you according to his riches and glory to be strengthened by might through his inner man. Or through his spirit in your inner man. It's all coming from God's spirit. Verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you be rooted and grounded in love. Amen. This causes a strong foundation, rooted and grounded in love. It says, may be able that you may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the width and length length and depth and height of his love. In other words, God is going to help you to comprehend through his word the length, depth and height of his love towards you and me. To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. And this is why. Why do you need to be rooted and grounded? Because it passes knowledge. Amen. It passes what you can even think or feel. So he has to put this in your spirit, man, just for you to receive it. I'm telling you, this n- next wave of God is going to be glorious. I'm excited. Amen. I'm excited. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now listen to 18 and 19, that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints. I read that the, the width, death, and length, verse 19, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. And this is where God is trying to get you. So all you need to do is be filled by the fullness of God so that you can receive what God has for you. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. And so his, his, what is the fullness of God? His love. His love. You just have to know that goes back to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You just got to know that he's thinking about you all the time. You got to know that he loves you. Amen. But if you know his love, these things, you won't doubt nothing. And this stuff will come to pass. His truth and his power, his knowledge, his prosperity, his wisdom, all of these things is found in his love. So all you need to do is remember this Ephesians. Go home and read it and pull it all together. It ain't all my job. It's your job to believe it. I believe it. (laughs) Amen. So, you know, the time is now. This This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears that you can have it today. Amen. No more waiting. You can have it now. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Father, bless your people. Bless them, Lord God. Hallelujah. Bless us with the knowledge and the fullness of God, the fullness of your Son, that we may be rooted and grounded in love, that we'll know the hope of our calling, that we'll know what God has for us, and we'll trust him, that God will hasten his warm word to perform it, and that the word will not come back void. It will not come back and tell God I couldn't do it. It will never come back and say I couldn't do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Father, change hearts, change minds, change our thinking. You know what God is saying to me, and I know He's said it to you all through this teaching, all you got to do is change how you think. That's that's all. You'll step over into the wave, this new move. But all you have to do is change how you think. Simple. It's easier than you think. You know you can make yourself stop thinking a certain way. If God tells you to love somebody even though they've been terrible to you, do you know you can do it? All you got to do is keep that in your mind. I'm going to love this person. And I won't retaliate. And if you keep that mindset, you'll do it. If you want to obey God. Amen. Is it hard? Yeah. But it's harder. It's hard as we allow it to be. Amen. Change how you think. God is not telling you to buddy up with everybody, but he's telling you to to just love people. Amen. Amen. That don't mean you, you have to have them over for dinner. But it means to love them. To owe no man nothing but love. Because that's what God does to, no matter how bad we act, he loves us. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't we stand? Get into the presence of the Lord. Lord, make it official to your people. Praise God. Hallelujah. Make it official. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Lord, visit them right where they are. Praise you Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. The glory of the Lord is here. Thank you Jesus. Woo! Thank you. Glory! Woo! Glory!